Welcome to Desert Island Geek. Each episode, we welcome one self-confessed geek to our deserted island. But there's a catch. They may bring five, and only five, of their most essential geek items they simply cannot live without. Welcome once again to another episode of Desert Island Geek. This week, our application for residence on the island comes from Natalie Del Conte. Now, Natalie is a technology journalist. She's a writer for Wired and PC Magazine and is currently the host of technology show Textra. And if you can hear in the background, we're having a little work done to the customs office this week, which uh, may be a little disruptive. But I can assure you, Natalie, that they will all clear away by the time you, you join the island, so you'll have the peace and quiet you're expecting on the desert island. So, Natalie, welcome. Very good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. As you know, you have uh, a limited number of items you can bring with you onto the island. Right. The first one is a website. What website will that be? Well, I've thought about it, and I think I'm going to go with FARC, because my island I'm envisioning to be more of a vacation island. So if I'm vacationing, I don't really want the hardcore you know, technology. I want technology with a little cheek in it. So I've decided to go with FARC because it's you know, fake news but real news, and normally on FARC you can get the all the hardcore news, like where's their hurricane and what's Apple releasing, and people end up posting that because it's all user-generated news, but then you get the crazy stuff like, uh, oh, I don't know, woman rides her dog to Texas from California, or, you know, random stuff. So I, I decided I'm going to prioritize entertainment. So I've been reading FARC for about four years. Do you read FARC? Um, only uh, very recently did I actually come across it, and, uh -huh. and I found it had a great number of very silly things going on that it's pinpointed in the right. world. I mean, right now, I actually accessed it this morning, and there was a guy who typed in so many thousands of, of, of numbers, mm -hmm. and he actually typed out the numbers because he wanted something to do. Yeah. And don't you think that might keep you a little bit in despairing of, of the way the human population is going outside of the island if, if that's the kind of thing they're going to get up to maybe I, I tend to think of it as one of the original you know social interaction networks and so it, it is it does tend to be quite silly and ridiculous but I do learn every you know you learn to filter out what's going to be a waste of your time and what's going to make you laugh for instance uh, there was one about a little boy reciting pie um, 5,000 numbers of pi or something, or 10,000 by memory, and he got it all right. And it, you know, linked to a legitimate web news source, something like the UK Register or something like that. And so, you know, I would not have normally found that. I don't have that on my RSS feed. And I wouldn't have, you know, cared otherwise. But then when you go in and you read other people's comments about it, and it just tends to be really funny and you can have interaction with other people. So it's a way, you know, I, I don't think I'm allowed an IM client, right? That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a way of interacting with people without actually emailing or instant messaging them. So it's, it is tends to be, you know, stupid stuff. But then again, like I said, you can get their hard news. It tends to be there as well. Just you have to filter a bit more. So so do you feel that, that you know, when times and, and it gets really hard on the island, you know, you're very hungry and you haven't caught any fish for yourself and you just need a little bit of cheering up, then this site is going to give you what you need. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess if I'm really starved for resources, I could always find some kind of food story and post something in the forums and ask people, hey, does anyone know how to, you know, cook with coconut milk or whatever? So, yeah, I'm sure, you know, humor feeds the belly in in, in some way, form or fashion. <laughs> so I know I'm expected to have something more serious, but I've decided I'm going to take my island as no, a No, no, it's, so. it's, 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 entirely, it's yeah. entirely your choice, and I think it's... Uh, <laughs> It's important to choose something that that reflects the way you think you, that you, you might be able to help survive on the island. Yeah. So. so psychologically, that's that's very important because they do say that survival is about your state of mind more right. than it is about ability or skills or knowledge. Yeah. In fact, I read something on FARC once years ago about a guy who died in a freezer because he got stuck on the trip. Just it was like a you know two hour trip from point A to point B, and somehow he was frozen in this portable meat locker that was on a truck and it was a temperature that you could survive um i guess i don't know celsius degrees but um fahrenheit it was something like 40 degrees which is cold but you know humans survive in that fine but he had a, i guess a pencil in his jacket and had written on the boxes i'm so cold i'm so cold i'm so cold and he ended up freezing to death and a lot of and researchers thought or the people who commented on the story anyway thought well he talked himself into it. It was a state of mind. You know, he shouldn't have died from that. He just was freaking out and, you know, his body just responded to that kind of negative. I suppose, yeah, he, he reinforced his environment rather right. than actually fought against it. Yeah. So so if I'm going to have to be on a desert island, I should read something that makes me feel like I'm happy. Here. And you shouldn't <laughs> and you shouldn't be, be etching I am lonely in every tree that exactly. you go Exactly. Oh, I won't be doing that. I won't be posting that I'm lonely on the forums either. You can have access to one podcast. Well, I chose Digital Daily with John Patchkowski, which is on the oh. All Things D website. Um, I don't really like all of the All Things D products. That's the uh, Kara Swisher and Walt Mossberg and, you know, the Wall Street Journal technology uh, journalists. They tend to, that's their own site. But for some reason, they chose John Patchkowski to have the podcasts that are hosted on that page. And I really like him. I think he's really funny. And he does a lot of the same stories that I cover, all the main technology news. But he's a lot funnier than I am. Um, I try to aspire to his level of humor, I think, on my shows. But I don't always so achieve you, So it, you look up to him a little bit. Yeah. He's my... Um, uh, I guess my bellwether for what's how to be funny in technology. So, Yeah. Do you feel that, that it's going to be informative so that you can keep in touch with, with I mean, you've obviously got the entertainment value of your website. Right. Now your, your, um, your, your podcast is going to keep you closer to, to Textra to a certain extent because right. it's the same, a similar style of, of content. Yes, but I mean, still, I still have prioritized based on humor. So maybe that shows that I don't take myself all that seriously. But yeah, it's the same, you know, hard news. He doesn't make anything up, but his take on it is very tongue in cheek. So we'll suggest that maybe you have a limited time on the island. Mm -hmm. And if you have a lot of time listening to this podcast and analyzing it and understanding how he actually brings the humor into it, which is something, as you said, you, you aspire to, how will texture change as a result of, of the saturation of listening to this other show. Yeah, maybe I would be funnier if I, <laughs> if I only had humor to listen to or, uh, I don't know, I, I tend to be a bit satirical, but not quite as much as John does on this show. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't 
take myself quite as seriously. I don't know. I tend to not take myself that seriously anyway. And I think that my take on technology is a lot more practical than humor. Mm. You know, when I look at something, I think, do I really want to do that? Or is this just people creating technology because they can, you know? So I think I'd still be me. Now, I think being on the island, you might have a different take on technology altogether because the technology is so very, very limited. Right. Obviously, yeah. you know, we haven't really sussed out exactly how we're going to get all this information. Yeah. It's something we, we actually discuss almost in every show that the subject actually comes up. Where is my broadband coming from? Right. Or exactly. do I have DSL and that's going to change everything? Cause... Well, no, it's very, very isolated. So what, so what do you think? What, what kind of, of delivery system do you feel would be most appropriate? Well, see, that changes things because if I have DSL or if, even if I had dial-up, then I don't want a video podcast. I want an audio podcast because what's the point? You know, I don't want to spend all my time on the island downloading. Although I have time, so maybe I should just download big files and then watch them later. Um, I think WiMAX. Maybe it's an island that's off of the coast of wherever that can get a strong WiMAX signal. Let's go with that. My okay. island has WiMAX. We'll, we'll see if we can get the workmen upstairs who are fitting the roof right now. We'll see okay. if we can get them to. Actually, they sound like they're, they're just about to start a session of drinking. It does sound like Because I can like hear that. bottles actually going out. So I, I think I should go up and give them a good, good whipping lunchtime. unless they carry on because they're behind schedule at the moment anyway. Okay, we'll move on to the next item, which is uh, music. And of mm -hmm. course, in, in the best interests of, uh, of podcasting, or the best spirits of podcasting, this has to be a, a pod safe track so that we can play it in the show. Right. Now, you were a little bit cheeky. Yeah. Because you said you wanted the, uh, the theme tune to Textra. I did. That was a joke. I used to have it as my cell phone ring as well, and my friends and family had had enough of that and had to put their foot down. <laughs> so no more Textra theme song. Um, I actually chose a salsa song because I, my personal life, tend to listen to music in Spanish more than anything else. So I really liked this Hector Lavoe's Mi Gente song. Just very upbeat and positive salsa song. So if I'm going to be alone, I might as well dance. That was my favorite one. Although, you know, there's plenty to choose from. It was a hard decision. So again, is it going to lift your spirits? Yeah. The same theme. Oh, there's, it's not really funny or cheeky, but it's, it's fun. So you'll be listening now to Mi Gente by Hector Lovo. It's very upbeat salsa rhythm. So wherever you are, hopefully you can stand up and do a little three-step. Se soltaron los caballitos. Ahora yo quiero que todo el mundo que está por ahí, por la rendida. 
Excellent. So that, that that was a fun fun little track. It Isn't was it? kind of kind of upbeat, and I and I think everybody that listens to this should have uh, videoed themselves doing their little little dances yes. to that track. Send, send that it in. in. I want to see that for sure. Maybe I'll do one. I'll, I'll launch my webcam later. Oh, do I get a webcam? Ah. I don't know. Okay, we'll we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Let's let's move on. Let's okay. move on. Okay, something a little bit more traditional now, which is a book. Mm-hmm. What what book have you chosen? Well, see, I paused on this one because if I get a journal, then I'll choose another book. But if the journal is my book, then I'm going to have to stick with the journal. Okay, you, I think I think we're going to have to discuss this. So you're going to okay. have to, it's going to have to be one item. Okay. But you're going to have to persuade me about a journal because a book, generally speaking, is something that, that you're absorbing the information from. Right. But if you, if you give me a good argument for a journal. Well, Mark Twain used to say that he traveled with a journal so that he had something to read and something to write. So I, I don't think that's the exact quote. I'd have to look it up again, but I read it many years ago. Um, and the point was that your journal should be some of the best reading that you do because you explore yourself throughout the years. So if if I weren't allowed another book and only the journal, I'm going to have to choose the journal just because I can't be alone with my thoughts. <laughs> I need pen and paper. So I've always been a pretty avid journaler. So it would be a traditional pen and paper kind of journal, not right. something electronic or any kind of geeky device no. like. you'd like. You want to have that. Yeah. Although I... I will admit that I do journal now on Google Docs, which seems really nerdy, but I'm just always on my computer, so I have more access to it. Uh, but I think that if I were on an island, I always think that my journaling is more interesting if I actually have a pen and paper, because I have to slow down a bit in order to write out the words, so my thoughts tend to be a bit more articulate. So I would definitely prefer the pen and paper journal. So how would you feel? I mean, obviously, a pen and paper journal has a specific number of pages, a specific amount of space to mm-hmm. fill. Um, would you find yourself only giving yourself a page a day, or, or would you just keep going until it got full, full up? I mean, how, how would you manage that particular resource? Yeah, no, I keep, I just go for it. I mean, it's only me and my thoughts, and this is what I'm going to have to read later, then I'm going to stick with, I'm just going to not limit myself and you know, journal as much as I want to. And then when I run out of pages, I'll just uh, dry up some leaves or something, <laughs> find some kind of way to stick stick the paper into the, into the back of the book. And if I run out of ink or pencil, then I'll find a, I'll find a way. I mean, we invented. You could always, writing. you could always use charcoal from the fire. Right. That bit, that, bit, that bit's very, very straightforward. Uh, it's between a journal uh, or a book. What mm-hmm. would be the book if you had a choice? I chose The Alchemist um, by Paulo Coelho. And I know it seems kind of a trite book, like everyone says The Alchemist changed their life, but it's true for me. I read The Alchemist at a time when I just really needed to believe that your life is going to unfold in the way that your destiny has already planned out for you. And, you know, you just kind of have to ride the path and... Um, it was just a really meaningful book to me at the time, and I still think about it a lot. And I think that if I was on a desert island, I would tend to be getting very anxious. Cause I tend to get anxious about everything in my life that doesn't happen immediately. So if I wanted to get off, I would probably have to read The Alchemist, and it would just tell me that you will get off when it's time, and this is your destiny to be here right now, and you know, the universe will take care of you, and you'll live out your personal legend as... It's meant to be, though. So. so is that what it's done for your life at this point? I mean, are you looking back and seeing how, how that has changed? Is it, is it, um, 
giving you an understanding to just let, let things happen a little bit rather than just keep going for them and pushing too hard? Yeah, exactly. When I read it, I had just finished graduate school and just thought that I would finish, get my master's degree, and then have my dream job just right in my hands. And it took a couple months for me to, you know, find a job that was within the field that I wanted to go into. And I felt like, oh gosh, I'm a loser. Like I got my degree in the wrong field maybe, or no one really wants to hire me or I'm in the wrong place. And in that time I was really beastly. <laughs> I could not calm down and I was just very, very anxious. And um, I've re found that book and just realized that, you know, the right job and the right career is going to come to me when I need it. And, you know, and I can be as proactive as possible, but you really have to wait for the things that are worth waiting for. So And kind of prepare yourself for, for when the opportunity does come around because perhaps right. it's, it's, it's as much a case of not necessarily pushing the door open but being there ready to step through. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, the way that my career unfolded was not a way I could really have planned and I'm not sure I would have even if I could have planned for this. I, you know, always knew that I would be a writer but I never really thought that I would focus on technology and the way it sort of happened and I wouldn't go back and change it now at all and if I had sort of mapped it all out at 24, 25 or how old I was when I finished my master's then I may not have mapped out something this good so I'm really happy with the way it turned out. So patience is a virtue that I'm just need to practice every single day and I think the alchemist will help me with that. Now you see it's really tempting because you, you've given me two very very good justifications for, for two different types of objects and on, on the basis of, of what is going to be a quite a controversial choice for your gadget mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna we're gonna leave the decision on the books just at this point. Okay well you know I it. have read the alchemist so if I'm journaling I can sort of write out what I remember of the alchemist and then just go back and review that so if you if you really want to deny me the book i can stick with the journal and i think i'll be okay let's, let's come back to this okay one. let's, All right, let's, let's move on it. to the next item which is you have one gadget tell me what that gadget will be i've chosen the nokia n800 tablet because it is basically essentially a computer um and it comes with skype you know so i'm not sure if I'm allowed all the applications that it runs, am I? Maybe not. Now you see so, that. See, I can't have more websites, but I can get to FARC. Right. Um, I can get to my podcasts on it, and it also has a webcam and Skype, so I could always call my mom and my sister, who have Skype. So. So if we if we limited your your device choice to actually outbound to specific people. Uh -huh. out there such as your family yeah do you feel that would be adequate sure i only need really my family so that's prime primarily is a means of just making sure your family will, will that help your state of mind effectively because then you know that they'll be be comfortable about how you're getting on the island sure yeah and my sister you know and then well who's to say if i need survival tips i can't just tell my sister to go look it up and then tell me right is that cheating? But you're assuming she's going to be able to communicate back to you. Oh, that's right. She can't? Maybe not. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm still going to go with the tablet, though. I mean, all the things that it has, it's really the one thing that I choose to travel with when I travel now is always the N800 tablet because it's got, you know, the browser that works really well. It runs on Linux. It's got the webcam that just launches right out, you know, little tiny pop-out that pops out the left and... um 
and then I don't need to worry about a keyboard or anything. It's, so you know, are you geeky enough to actually be messing around with the system and sort of trying to reprogram it and hack it and various things like that, or you're not that type of tech, techie person? Sometimes I am. I usually don't find time for that kind of stuff. Uh, but if I'm on an island, I bet you I'd hack into it, yeah. Find some way to hack some games or something. <laughs> so potentially, even if we actually end up preventing you from communicating out you may be able to find a way of hacking around it and giving probably, yourself complete access yeah i'll be a cheater so now you should we may have to deny you the the, the tablet hmm so should i choose another one feel free to choose another one yeah you have if you can persuade me that it's a it's a viable option i, I i'll give you a choice you can either choose another gadget uh-huh or you get the alchemist and your journal i'll choose another gadget okay go for it I think I will choose the Nikon D80 digital SLR because I've been doing some research lately and it is the best digital SLR camera out there. And as long as I'm journaling, then uh, I might as well be photo journaling as well. So I would, ah, okay. Yeah. That's, 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 a, that's an interesting choice. So I'd want to have a really, really nice camera because I'm assuming my island's pretty, right? All islands are pretty. Need it to be picturesque, so I definitely want to be recording this. So yeah, I'm gonna go with a nice, really nice digital camera. That will support your journal mm -hmm. effectively, so you'll be able to tie in the visuals with the journal, and then potentially mm -hmm. maybe write a book at the end of the uh, the stay on the island. Right, I'll be rich. Everyone will want my book. <laughs> that that's a resounding confidence that you've yeah. got that that the end of the island is actually going to be interesting enough. <laughs> to enable you to, uh, to to write some stuff that's going to sell. Who knows? It's true. I, I don't have a very good judgment on what other people will find interesting about what I write. I only have that kind of confidence when it comes to technology or news journaling or news writing. When I write my for my career, I, I know that news is always interesting because I didn't. Do you think that's that, down but... to training? Just down to, to to what you're accustomed to doing, and, and maybe the difference between writing because. Of, of your career mm -hmm. as opposed to writing what comes out of you. Right. I always thought I would write creatively, but I've just been waiting for a story to come out of me and it hasn't yet. I feel like it's there somewhere, but someday it's just going to burst out of me. Like I'll just blurt it out and it'll, it'll come, but I don't know what it is yet. So. Well, I, su I suggest you leave a good few pages of your, your journal because the the extra time you're going to have mm -hmm. uh, after you've built your shelter and, and you've found where the, where the right. water sources are and the food and so on and found mm -hmm. your way around the island, you're going to have a little bit of time to thinking. Maybe that's when it will burst out. I always thought that, I used to think that maybe memoir would be a nice way to write a book, just something about myself that I thought was interesting. And then um, met this guy who was a really, really creative writer. And he said, anyone can do a memoir, please. And it made me feel so bad. So I ditched that idea altogether. So it will be no memoir, whatever my novel tends to be, ends up being won't be memoir. I'm just waiting for some kind of interesting story. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We shall <laughs> me see too. What, what. So, so you have farp.com, you have uh, Digital Daily. Mm -hmm. The song, which I didn't write down, the song is? Mi Gente. Mi Gente. I'm going to give you the journal. Okay. And because the journal is so, I mean, the way you've talked about the journal is just, you're just enthused about the, the opportunity of doing a journal. And, and the thought of having a gadget which supports that, yes, I, th I think that's viable. 
Okay. So great, Natalie, you you have uh, five items that you're going to bring with you onto the island. Uh, those have been approved, if a little tweaked and uh, discussed and changed. So uh, I hope you'll have a good time on the island and learn a little bit about yourself, perhaps. It sounds like you will do. I hope to. And and plan for writing the most astonishing book, memoirs or otherwise, when you come off the island. It probably won't be memoirs, but you never know. It'll be a novel. Yeah. A novel. Could, it, could be a novel about surviving on an island, you know what I mean? It will be riveting. That's all I can guarantee. <laughs> Natalie Del Conte, thank you very much for, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. That was Desert Island Geek. This program was produced and presented by Neil Dixon. To get yourself in touch with the show if you want to take part, have a comment, or want to suggest a geek for a future episode, drop us an email. Customs at desertislandgeek.com Best and the brightest, served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight.